0: Uh. Who's bippin' who's nobody gets a second chance oh. Never Now
1: Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Illusion, Coma, Pimp, Ampersand, Circumstance from Musicology. Recorded in 2003 at Paisley Park and released on the 27th of March 2004 And the track, It Is Just Prince. Uh, the song is 4 Minutes 46 and joining me to talk today is Christy Norman. Hello Christy. Hello, it's a delight to be back. In terms of like a genre, um, I don't know, I, like... I, 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 I would say that this is like a party song. Yeah. Um, although the th- the weird thing is Prince seems to be very critical of whoever these people are that are going to this party that he's talking about. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's like a, it's this weird kind of like upbeat kind of pop song that is criticizing people who would want to attend this party that Prince is throwing. Yeah. We, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, they're just, you know, it was interesting
0: because he's kind of open minded about this sort of unusual relationship that these people these characters in the song have but at the same time he's not very kind to them
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did this is i i feel like the title kind of gives it away because it's like this whole kind of like illusion coma pimp and circumstance yeah um you know and on the on the booklet obviously prince went for the ampersand because i i feel like you know, if you'd have thought two more letters were probably too many to make this. I think this might it's be brilliant. the longest title it's a... uh, that Prince has got, you know, apart from maybe something like um, 17 Days, which obviously has the whole, you know, when the rain comes down, like in in, in kind of parentheses. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is just the longest kind of normal title that Prince has. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the kind of the different parts of it, you know, he tells us that this is a story of illusion, pimp, uh, coma, pimp and circumstance. I always wanted to say pimp and co- pimp and come with the other way around uh-huh. <laughs> um, but you know he he kind of describes the different people who are um gonna come to this party uh where because he does say you know why go to a party somewhere else when you could party at my place and then all the people who show up he basically spends just criticizing <laughs> um and you know the kind of the 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 chorus line is this whole like you know who who's pimping who yeah you know which we, which I, I think is kind of like a really interesting kind of throwback like i don't feel like at this point in the 2000s people were saying pimping yeah um, no not really in the, in the way that prince is talking about um no but know, it's maybe maybe in some rap songs
0: yeah it's a, well it's a mutually user relationship they're using one another there's no there's a definite symbiosis here. There's no, like, somebody's being taken advantage of. They're equally taking advantage of one another.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I think is, you know, Prince's, I don't know, I guess it's maybe a, a cynical view of things. of Like, people are only going to this party because they know that this person will help them with this, and that other person is only helping that person because they want to get this other thing. Right. And so, you know, that that is the picture that Prince is kind of painting here of, like, well, they're both exploiting each other to get what they want. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, you know who's in the right or who's in the wrong. It doesn't really matter. Uh, no, because, not really. You know that they're, they're both they're both as terrible as each other. Seems to be <laughs> Prince's judgment throughout this song.
0: They deserve each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. But we we kind of we open with, unusually with the actual kind of chorus, which is. You know, uh, she knew which fork to use, but she couldn't dance, so she hipped into the funk in exchange for the finance, which is probably one of my favourite lines on this album. It's
0: super fun, Um, yes.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, Who's Pimping Who If Nobody Gets a Second Chance? This is a story of illusion, coma, pimp, and circumstance, which is a mouthful of a title. Um, you know, but I guess like, I don't know. I mean, the illusion part, I guess, is the idea that they're, you know, they're using each other, but they're pretending they aren't using each other. Maybe that's the illusion he's talking about. Yeah. Or they're trying Um, to
0: have an illusion to whomever's looking at this relationship from the outside. They both kind of want people to believe that they're legitimately in a relationship and that's not really the case. No.
1: No. No. <laughs> and then I guess, I, I mean, I guess the, the kind of the pimp part kind of is explanatory. And obviously the circumstance is just the idea that these two people are in, you know, a position where they can exploit each other. Right. Uh, but the coma, the coma part has always kind of buzz, puzzled me for these. Entire, yeah, you and me <laughs> for these both last 14 years. Yeah. Like it's the, it's the part that I don't, I think, you know, any, any other kind of one syllable word <laughs> would have fitted in the title. And I don't know that he ever fully explains what the coma part is, unless he's saying that these people are kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of sleepwalking through this. and Yeah, maybe, but I was
0: going to say maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe they're kind of like uh, just they're kind of taking a little break from their quote unquote real lives because they're spending time in this relationship that's not really a relationship they're taking a break from looking for any other type of relationship because they're in this one that's not real yeah
1: i guess i mean again it's it's just one of those words where like the rest the rest of the title seems fairly self-explanatory throughout the rest of the song but just the the insertion of coma just always I don't know. It just always puzzles me a little bit because I don't feel that Prince ever like everything else in the song. He really kind of drills down into, but he just never kind of explains coma um, to to the point that he does. You know, and you know he tell each each of the kind of um, you know the verses kind of tell these stories where you know he he right. says you know she was older but rich beyond compare. She'd drop a thousand dollars at the saloon just to get her hair did. Which again. It is like a, a wonderful kind of <laughs> way to phrase that, I, you know, and he was good at comments better in the bunk, which I, I, yeah. I, I like because he's setting it up for the she laced him with a crib in Paris. He hipped her to the funk. So um, yeah. and this is the unusual position of, you know, an older woman with a toy boy. Uh, which you know is, yeah. is I you know when you listen to the kind of chorus you think to yourself oh well it's going to be you know, an older man with a younger woman but Prince you know he manages mm-hmm. to turn that on its head straight away and. Uh, You know, he goes with the kind of the lesser explored option of of an older woman, which, you know, considering considering that, I I guess maybe if he'd done the other way around, people might have thought he was talking about himself and maybe that's why he he avoided that. That's fair. Um, You know, obviously he was known for having wives that were, you know, significantly younger than himself. So maybe he just wanted to avoid that comparison being drawn. But at the same time, I do like the idea that um, the exchange of having a, a crib in Paris is being hipped to the funk (laughs) like like that doesn't seem like a fair exchange to me like you know I I mean if I was going to put someone up in a crib in Paris I feel like someone just being like oh yeah these are the latest songs and these are where they're great
0: oh I was the end I didn't think that was it at all I think it was more like he was there to be her arm candy at whatever event that she's going to and she has more money than she knows what to do with
1: yeah i um, well i mean i mean obviously in the next verse he does say um you know uh, way too way too fine he was for her uh
0: (laughs) yeah well and then there's the dirty dog and expensive furs and i'm trying to figure out who he's talking about yeah because i can see her being unattractive, but in nice clothing and that being the dirty dog and expensive furs. Or I can see him as somebody taking advantage of her and che- you know, cheating on her as much as one can cheat on somebody in this sort of relationship, uh, but still taking the expensive clothes from her. So I don't know who he's talking about. It could go either way. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it. Like aside from this whole whole, you know, he was waiting. Fine. Yeah. The next couple of like like that line doesn't really let you know which one of them is the dirty dog. Uh, no. I guess if they're in this kind of illusion, it really doesn't matter because you know it's it's yeah. they're merely kind of play acting in a relationship. So it's like well. If either one of them's dirty, it doesn't really make any difference to the other. Um, but I do, I do. <laughs> They're both dirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do like the phrase where he says, "As long as she's providing chips and whips, we can do this th- funky thing." Um, oh. As oh. long as she was playing the host, he figured he'd make the most of them hips and lips. And I like the fact that this, like, the structure of these, uh, these kind of verses. Which Prince is—he's not really singing; he's kind of talk singing a little bit. But I do like the fact mm-hmm. that he holds the rhyme of chips and whips and it takes a few lines before it comes back to hips and lips. Like, yeah. And the fact that he doesn't just rhyme whips with lips. It's not He has both of them paired up with the chips and whips, hips and lips. Like, it just, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's one of the nice little touches that I like in this song. um. You know, yeah. of course, and he hooked her up and rocked her coast to coast. So, I mean, unusually for, you know, Prince, uh, you know, kind of post Jehovah's Witness, this song like the whole kind of better in the bunk and this you know rock to coast to coast and i guess if you want hip to, to the funk could possibly be um some kind of uh, yeah. something going on there so i and you know we could do this funky thing so this is i don't know this is probably one of the more kind of sexual songs that he's done since his conversion agreed but at the same time i feel like he's only doing that because he's talking about how terrible these people are <laughs> so and so, <laughs> so this is kind of i mean he even says you know so ugly rich beyond compare she dropped a couple of thousand you know like that that kind of the whole you know and uh you know she she got to you know uh a couple hundred thousand dollar and a silver whip just to match the color of her hair so like uh-huh, idea- okay so
0: yes. funny thing until i was doing a little research to come record this with you, I really thought she had a very expensive BDSM interest. <laughs> I didn't realize that whips were cars. Yeah. So if anybody else is out there, whips are cars.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I again like the extravagance of like buying again, he's he's again he's referencing her age by saying that her hair is white and that's why right. she's bought this car to match the color of her hair. Um, you know, and of course the, I mean, this is probably the weirdest line to hear from Prince where he says, um, he goes, she said, I got plenty of what you need, but then the fact that Prince delivers the lines, put down the spoon, honey, come on, let mama feed. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> so Prince so is funny. saying to you, let mama feed it. I don't know. It's always one of those lines where it does kind of make me laugh. Cause I'm like, it's just absurd <laughs> that Prince is kind of playing. Obviously he's playing this older woman, but the fact that right. he says, let mama feed is like, <laughs> It's, I don't know, it just makes me, it's kind of, it's just such a weird thing for him to do. Uh, Yeah, well, he
0: does fun voice acting in this song. Yeah, it's (laughs) enjoyable.
1: Yeah, so, and then, of course, we get the chorus, Um, but again, like, I don't know, it feels like Prince is is dismissing the idea that the only thing, like, rich people know is which fork to use. Um, Yeah. You know, and I have news for Prince, it's not that hard. You You work from, like, the outside in. Like I guess knowing where to place the forks probably would be, and which which knife to place. But they they descend in size, so it's it's not that hard to figure out. So well, yeah,
0: but if you go to a fancy dinner, sometimes there's like forks and spoons and things up top of the dinner plate. Yeah, but and those like are, if those, you're
1: <laughs> those are always. I for mean, dessert. if you don't know. Anything that's at the top is always for dessert. Everything from the is side really? is, oh, is we'll for see. is for mains and, and starters. That's how that's how it works. It's it's really easy to know. But I like the prince okay. puts this as if it's like some kind of secret inside knowledge where he's like she knew which fork to use. It's like yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's really not that hard, prince. Like seriously, just buy a copy of De Bretts and I, and it'll tell you. You know, like we've got the internet at this point. It's two thousand and four. You could have easily Googled it. Like this
0: is also true.
1: Yeah, you don't have to be stuck. But yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like as well how after the chorus prince comes back in with like where was I, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. as if yeah. he's forgotten where in this story he is, um, you know. Yeah. And we we find out that um, you know the, the person the 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 younger man who you know doesn't know which forks to use, um, he's a gentleman because he doesn't speak about this woman's prominent nose, um, and apparently it would it would it, it was so prominent it would glow in the dark. Um, yeah. She was <laughs> That's she cold. Was... Cold. <laughs> yes. Flow as in recent. Oh, it's cold. Yeah. yeah, her name was Doris as well. Like, I, I felt oh. like Prince picked. Like the perfect kind of, you know, uh, like the perfect old name. lady name. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, well, and I, th- I thought that too. I'm like, it's like the perfect old lady name. So I started poking around, and they, uh, it is speculated that it's about Doris Duke, who was a tobacco heiress, and her Duke University is named for her father. Yeah. and she had a lover named Joe Castro, who was 15 years her junior. Uh, Mexican Tejano man. So he had darker skin. It's something a very... She was a very white lady that may have been inspired by their relationship, (laughs) which didn't work out as well as the one in the song.
1: Yeah. I I mean, he. it's funny because it's like the, the whole... The second verse does focus a lot on, you know, first of all, her nose, but then also... You know how Lily White she is, and how pale she was, and you know, so it's like. And as
0: a Lily White person myself, (laughs) like it's okay. Yeah. It's not my fault that.
1: Yeah. I I, go a little bit. I think the thing is as well is, as someone who himself, uh, you know, does not like going out in the sun, I will, I will state this on the record: there is no such thing as a healthy tan. All you're doing is all you're doing is destroying your skin. Um, you know, gradually. That's all that's all you're doing. You're not you know, there is no such thing as a healthy tan, apart from maybe a spray tan. Um no. and I feel like if spray tans were a big thing in two thousand and four, maybe Prince would have had a line about that in here as well. Um, you know, because it feels like he's taking shots all over. But yeah, this second verse is very much just running whoever Doris is down. Like just talking about how pale she is and her nose. Um and then of course we get to the you know, money might talk, but what does it say? Uh, you better get busy if you want to get paid <laughs> and then of course prince <laughs> does a wonderful voice where he goes boy i was fine back in the day yeah um, and i think maybe he's meant to be doris there i don't know but uh, yes yeah. i
0: think he is <laughs> and i wonder how accurate a memory doris has because i'm betting she was told she was prettier than she may have actually been because of her wealth yeah but you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, and of course you know we get the the verse again, um, and Prince again he he kind of I mean once he's landed on Doris he then for the final verse um, you know he he kind of he he really kind of sticks it in where he says you know he spent her money oh so well take a bath in cold crystal. Uh, he took a, a trip to burn an old flame in Frisco, like wow. But Doris caught him in his arms. She shrugged her shoulders and said, "No harm. Just put your name on this prenup, and we can all hit the disco." <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't okay. care if you're
0: sleeping with somebody else. Yeah. Let's all go dance as long yeah. as you don't give her my money. <laughs>
1: yeah, that I I think uh, kind of like that is probably the coldest line in the entire song, where Prince is like. You know, she doesn't really care about what what the actual situation of the, you know, the the relationship is obviously this illusion, because basically so long as he doesn't get all of her money when she dies, he's more than you know, she's more than happy to kind of entertain this. Uh, Right. You know, and uh, I mean, it's worth saying as well. I mean, I don't I mean, you know, obviously this, you know, the Doris Duke situation might have been the direct inspiration, but. I can't remember if it was around this time or maybe slightly a few years earlier, but there was the whole thing with uh, Elizabeth Taylor and her, I don't know, sixth, seventh, eighth husband, yeah, uh, who was you <laughs> yeah, know, who was like in the a handyman in the
0: early nineties, I yeah, think,
1: yeah, who was who was like substantial, not just like fifteen years, but substantially younger than her. Um, so yeah. you know, and I guess I think also maybe I'm sure I remember something with George Gabor as well, but there was this idea of like wealthy socialites or you know, kind of very rich women. Taking up with right. young men who were basically only there to, you know, look good um, and, you know, basically spend their money. Also, a bath of Crystal, that is, I mean. That's extravagant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what, what size of bath we're talking about here. Um, but, you know, I, I'm guessing that, like, uh, you know, Crystal per bottle is probably going to be fairly expensive. And how many bottles is it taking to fill a bath? That's probably. Oh, you well,
0: know, yeah. A literal bath or. Just dump it over your head or whatever. It's still expensive either way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it, I, I don't know. It feels like that's that, like that's probably like the the most extravagant spending within this particular song, anyway. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't. I I guess this whole kind of the, the idea of yeah, who is pimping who? I mean, that is kind of what this song boils down <laughs> to. It's like okay, yeah, I you know, I guess if you're you know. you know a a kind of a 60 year old heiress who's got tons of money and you have these attractive young men who are giving you attention but it's only for the money you know who cares (laughs) you know you're still getting the attention um right and and the thing is even though prince is like fairly kind of judgmental about this whole situation um he doesn't explicitly say that you know it's bad or anything it's just like this is this is how it is you know this is yeah (laughs) you know if you've got tons of money people are going to you know, kind of make their way towards you. Like, that's just what happens. Um, I'm guessing this is something he probably experienced himself a little bit in Mm, terms of, you know, the fact that he did have a lot of money himself and maybe people were only around him for that money, Um, you know, which is probably why he, he, you know, when he converted, he probably just enjoyed knocking on people's doors because it was like, you know, people aren't people aren't going to be asking him for money. They're just going to be sitting there, no. shocked in their living room, that Prince is trying to hand them the Watchtower. You know, for sure. Half you an want
0: hour. to come in and tell me about your religion? Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. That's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like even though Prince is kind of painting this scene, I don't feel like he's really judging the people in it. Like you know he's he's kind of saying like you know she's rich she's got lots of money this guy doesn't really love her but he's taken advantage of it but it doesn't really matter because they're both taking advantage of each other so Mm -hmm. you know there you go like you say who who is pimping who and in in this case i don't think it. you know it's like well the guy gets a bit of money out of the situation she gets the company and at the end of the day we hear prince sing the words let mama feed you (laughs) <laughs> um, which you know i feel like is a plus all round so there's a lot of kind of lines in here like the whole chips and whips hips and lips like you know yeah. the whole kind of flow as in rescent, like you know right all there's, there's a lot of kind of like really kind of interesting like when prince does like a story song which you know it, it, he used to do a lot more in the 80s i think in the kind of 90s and 2000s he kind of went away from them a little bit it, you know he always at least kind of Even if the story isn't 100% clear as as to what's happening, um, he at least finds some interesting turns of phrase. Um, Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and I think kind of like the final line of, you know, just sign the prenup and we can do whatever you want. You know, I I think is like, that's it. That's kind of the essential truth of this is it's like it doesn't matter how rich people are, uh, you know, and how much you want to try and take their money obviously they're not going to let that happen you know that you know at this point we know at least that that doris is not some kind of doddering old fool who can't you know understand what's happening so you know she's not she's no dummy yeah like you know yeah if if this was a situation of someone who um you know was being exploited or something then you know maybe it would be kind of i don't know more kind you'd feel maybe a bit more kind of sympathy but as it is you know both of them are exploiting each other so what's the harm um, you know, uh, I would say for me, um, I'm not, the thing is I'm not a, a huge fan of whatever that noise is that opens the song. That kind of okay. like, I don't know if it's a bass or if it's a guitar, but that, that like the, the, the song kind of opens with Prince singing that kind of who's, who's pimping who thing, the whole kind of chorus over this kind of, I don't know, piano line or whatever it is. And I'm not a huge okay. fan of that. And I'm not, I'm mostly, I'm not a huge fan of production on this song. Um, But, you know, I still find it quite enjoyable, but I not more than I don't think I can go any higher really than like a three out of five. Um, Okay. yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm at a four and I only knocked it down one because he spent so much time really talking about how ugly she was and relating it to her looks rather than the obviously distasteful personality that she has. Yeah. Maybe because she's so wealthy but and hasn't had to be nice to people. But that was the only thing that brought it down for me. I love this song. It's so much fun to learn all the words, and it's funny. And I don't know that it would be something that I would play for somebody who wasn't already a Prince fan. <laughs> they yeah. might not get it. They might not get that it's a fun sort of thing, but...
1: I think well, maybe also the, may the, the title is a bit of a mouthful as well for me. Like, yeah. And I always kind of struggle over the coma pimp part. Like, I always end up uh-huh. putting those the wrong way around. So, um, I don't know. I, I think there are other songs on this album that I, I think I enjoyed more when I got the album. And I think maybe that's... That, like, this is probably one of those songs where by the end of it, I was like, okay. Like, I kind of get what he's talking about, but... You know, it was just kind of produced in a way that didn't kind of really hook me in. You know, whereas there are other songs on this album that, you know, are just easy five out of fives for me. So, you know, it feels feels harder to go higher than a three on this particular one.
0: Um, That's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can have your opinion. I'll allow it on your show. (laughs) So Prince performed it, you know, uh, kind of in 2003, 2004 on the, you know, on the tour that obviously accompanied Musicology. Um, and then uh-huh. after that point, he uh, didn't perform it again. <laughs> so, Right. Uh, but, I mean, that is something that becomes common of, you know, Prince's, uh, you know, Prince's kind of set list after this point. You know, it, it, once he gets onto the next tour, it's mostly about promoting the next album and right. you know, having like a kind of greatest hits. Um, you know, so I can't, I can't imagine that, um, that, you know, illusion coma pimp and circumstance would ever qualify as a greatest hit in Prince's mind. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, and also again, I, I feel like, like you say, there is a little bit of kind of judgment on her looks, which feels like it should really be more about the fact that, you know, she's a rich person. She's a
0: despicable person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That like, that should really be more of the focus. Like the fact that, you know, she's got lily white skin and, you know, and, you know, a nose that uh, is very prominent, it doesn't feel like those should be things that Prince should be concentrating on. Um, right. You know, so, but, uh, you know, I feel like we said about as much as we can about illusion, coma, pimp, sure. and present circumstance. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug?
0: Sure, I have a couple things. I uh, co-host a podcast called The Mountains and the Sea with my husband, Josh. Uh, We cover Prince albums, and we look at the album and its supporting materials and videos and singles and related artists over the course of several episodes. We choose our high point, a mountain, and our low point, the sea. You can find us on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast, The Mountains and the Sea, or you can find us on Facebook. The Mountains and the Sea of Prince podcast If you're a true crime lover uh, I have a podcast called Killer Fun Where we explore the intersection Of crime and entertainment And you can find us on Twitter At Killer Fun Pod
1: And you can find us on Facebook At Prince Track by Track Or on Twitter at Prince Podcast Or you can email us Not sure why you would At Prince Track, by Track At gmail.com Thanks once support for being my guest here Christy
0: Oh my pleasure And otherwise
1: Just goodbye, watch all, all the
0: cars go
1: by.